Have you ever considered having a relationship at work or you've uh, gotten butterflies when you pass uh, one of your colleagues thinking, ooh, this could be the one? Workplace romances. Is it a good idea? Is it a bad idea? Uh, let's find out. Joining me on the line now, Makabelo Matong, a relationship writer for True Love. Makabelo, welcome to the Weekend Early Breakfast. How are you doing? No worries in yourself. Not bad at all, thank you. Um, the conversation we're having this morning is around office romances. Um, which, which is, you know, the, the first thing that comes to mind is the expression, don't, don't defecate where you eat. <laughs> yeah. You know, don't, don't ever do it. Uh, but let's, let's start with a formal policy in South Africa, if you, if, if you're familiar with it. What is the formal policy around South Africa regarding office romances? Look, it's, there's nothing that's forced um, at the moment. However, companies, some companies actually do contract, um, involve that in their contracts. So they'll stipulate that you have to disclose of any relationship um, within the companies if you have relatives, siblings, um, or even relationships for that matter, you know. Um, and I find that, that those contracts are more... Um, more, they tend to be more important or more emphasised um, the higher the position in the company. Because there was a there was a um, a judgment um, recently, um, mm. presiding judge in the recent Platinum Mines case also raised an interesting question of whether it is best practice for employers uh, to have rules in place that prohibit romantic relationships in their workplace uh, workplace altogether. Um, that's from the director of ENC Africa's employment department. Uh, the reason that this conversation is popping onto my radar is because last week I was out. I was I was uh, out at a gig, and two friends of mine that I was at at law school with, mm-hmm. uh, they came to get they they came in together, and I was like, oh, I was I was going. They were fine. They were they were dating, but they were working for the same law firm. And I was mm-hmm. like, is that the best idea? I mean, to I'm not even sure if it's allowed, but is that the best idea to actually have a relationship at work because it comes with its complications, personal compl- possible personal complications. Yeah. Look, policies are there obviously to guide the um, employees, but also to protect, uh, for the companies to protect themselves, um, because we know that there's a lot of risks involved with um, office romance, you know, it can be very destructive um, in a professional culture, but also there can be serious conflicts, there can be um, issues that are discussed in the bedroom that shouldn't be confidential issues, you know. So they tend to put those policies in place, obviously, to cover themselves. But I don't think that you can actually govern how where people fall in love, can you? <laughs> the hot ones, what the hot yeah. ones? How? What are you going to use to govern that? Like, are you going to walk around after hours and check? You know, it's very difficult <laughs> to manage that. Uh, as much as there are policies in place, people do tend to to do what they want um, and. We tend to trust that they'll do what's best for them. Um, they're adults, after all, you know. <laughs> yeah, adults are adults. Always make the best choices. <laughs> from, yeah. a, from, in your opinion, in your opinion, um, what what advice would you give? Would you say to somebody like, listen, not a good idea to have an office romance, or yes, it is a good idea. Look, we spend a lot of time with our colleagues more than we do with anybody else. You know, if there's anyone who's gonna know you, the real you is your colleagues. You know. Um, with that said, feelings do develop uh, <laughs> in the office. Um, my advice would be that um, it can work. Hmm. Managed well, it can work. Um, however, if it doesn't, then you need to be clear. You need to trust the partner that you're choosing that they'll be mature enough to not complicate things in the workspace, that they'll be respectful to the workspace as well. You know, um, 
that bad could be. And another thing is that, you know, it tends to be a bit awkward for the colleagues, not for you necessarily, mm. but for the colleagues who are there, who knew that you were together, suddenly you're not together. You know, it tends to be a bit uncomfortable. Sometimes they'd be thinking that probably this one is getting a promotion because she's in a relationship with Soren. So, you know, yeah. so there's, it's tricky, but it can be balanced, but it needs to mature people who are going to respect themselves in and outside of the office as well, whether things go well or don't, you know. Because it, it, especially now in our current landscape and the development of the, of the Me Too movement, you know, the, the situation can be quite tricky. We maybe in the past, it was not frowned upon to be mm. flirtatious or make sexual advances towards somebody. Now it's there's a there's there are actually laws governing those things. Yeah. You know, it tends to be very difficult because you don't know where to draw the line. Imagine you're flirting with your boss and next thing it's you sued for sexual harassment or you even, you know, taken to CCMA or something for sexual harassment. You know, I've known cases where somebody was just being playful, honestly, genuinely. Mm. But you know, um you can't conduct yourself like that in in the office space. Whereas if I see you around the corner, I can just give you a hug <laughs> and maybe just pet you off. I don't know, in the bag, and it's not an issue. But in the office, it becomes uh, an issue because there's a lot of dynamics outside of that as well. There's yeah. power struggles, you know, there's, you know. For those listeners that have just tuned in, this is the weekend early breakfast with myself, Mark Johnson. I'm in conversation with Makabela Matong, relationship writer at True Love. Um, if you, we're talking about office romances, good idea, bad idea, in the, in the, the, the existing landscape of the Me Too movement, of sexual harassment, uh, coming to light and being in the forefront in conversations, um, around the world. If you have any questions, maybe you've got a story of an office romance that you were involved in that worked out or didn't work out or a good situation or a bad situation, please feel free to call into studio on 021-446-0567. You can also send your WhatsApp texts and voice notes to 0725671567. And as always, the SMSs we'll take on 31567. Normal SMS rates do, uh, do apply. Um, just leading over some things here. An employer, an employer can be held liable for damages in terms of section 60 of the Employment Equity Act of, uh, 98. Uh, if it cannot prove that it did all that was reasonably pract- uh, practical. Uh, to ensure that its employees would not sexually harass other employees. And now we were just talking about, you know, being playful in the work environment and social environment. But a lot of people, a lot of people may say that, that, you know, the way that you act in a social environment, if it's flirtatious or suggestive, you know, can also be construed as harassment depending on how far you're willing to push or how far you're willing mm-hmm. to do something. Um, you know, whether it's a man from a man's side or a woman's side, you know, we've, we, we are very much aware of the fact that sexual harassment can go both ways. And, uh, the point that you raised there about the power struggle or the, the, mm. the, the possibility of sort of the power dynamics is also an important one, uh, to consider. Mm. Uh, how would you, how would you suggest that people handle, if you are in, if you are working in a workspace, you see, you know, we, we, Spend a lot of time around the people that we work with more so than others. I mean, I see Tadden all the time and I see the way he looks at me. But <laughs> if you do have, if you do have sort of feelings towards somebody in your office or in your, in the, the company that you work, how would you suggest you broach the topic or approach the situation? Look, it's good to look at the contracts that you, that you have internally. I mean, if there's any strict, um, office policies around romance, then it's 
upon you to decide, are we going to do something about this? As much as they often say, don't fall in love, but I'm sure if you have and you disclose that, look, we are in a relationship or we're married for that matter, uh, but <laughs> HR can always do something around that, you know, to just not complicate things. But if you're going to be involved as well in office romance, my advice as well is just be prepared for gossips, you know, um, distractions as well, and just potential drama. You know, um, people will talk no matter how discreet you are at work or outside of work with your relationship, you know. Yeah, it gets sticky. Have you ever been, have you ever been in this situation? Me? Yeah. Uh, no comment. Eh? <laughs> oh. <laughs> you caught me off guard there, Mark. <laughs> you want me to spill my best on the rest? I mean, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, I've, this year, I've, I've worked in, I've worked in very many different places with very many different people. But I've been fortunate enough, uh, I'm not sure if fortunate is the right word, but not to be involved with anybody, romantically involved with anybody in the place where I worked. Even at, uni- even at university, I tried to keep, I tried to not get involved with anybody that I, stu- that, that I studied with either. I just, just, I just didn't seem like a good idea to me. Yeah, but why is that? Is it fear or is it that you don't take risks? Is it you've seen one cute? So what is it? <laughs> it's not, no, it's just, it's just that old that old thing that I said don't in the beginning, like don't defecate where you eat, you know, mm. because mm. especially when you <clears throat> when you're younger, you don't think about these things. Like when you you know, you know when you have a part time job and you work in a in a restaurant and there's waiters and waitresses working around, it can it can get it can get very tricky. Look, I mean, you look at the environments that you also work in. Some of the environments force you to just fall in love with your colleagues. For example, a contact center where you're stuck together for 12 hours, you know, night shift at night. What do you do? Like, you're just sitting there in yeah. his mark. You know, suddenly he looks handsome. Are you speaking about your personal things in the third person now? I think I might, I might be. <laughs> Look, many moons ago, many yeah. moons ago in a contact center environment, you would find that you gravitated towards somebody because you are there at night. Yeah. I mean, what do you do at night when there's no calls, there's no work, you know? Who do you talk to? Who do you share your <laughs> Who do you talk, deepest do you intimate secrets with? You know, it's cold, it's winter, winter now is coming as well. And, you know, before you know it, <laughs> it makes sense, you know, for transportational reasons or whatever. It just ends up making sense. <laughs> Carpooling, carpooling. We fell in um, love in the know, carpool. Um, but, yeah. but you, but that's you know that's that's the 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 not the exact point, but a, a very good point because in many, I mean, in many sort of workplaces, you know, there's end of year functions. There's let's go for drinks after work. There's situations where where you find yourself not necessarily in the office. You know, it might just be, oh, there's a bar down the corner and after work, everybody gets, it joins, comes together for a drink. And then, you know, you get to know somebody outside of the work environment and you're like, oh, you're actually quite nice. And then that, obviously the relationship becomes an office romance, even though it doesn't yeah. take place. And some people can be very professional about it. Yeah. You know, what's interesting, Mark, is that um, in one of the research that I've done, um, I can't remember which university did this research, but they were saying that 22% of the couples that are married now I actually met at work. Hmm. So you know, it's not bad. It's not a bad number, you know. Not at all. And, and some and some people, some people, you know, they end up, they might, they, they, they get married, they're in a relationship and those people start a business together or those people run a company together and they spend mm. all their time together. And I think maybe this whole, the legislation and the ruling is just around protecting the company itself 
um, in yeah. terms of the law. Um, yeah, look, can you imagine if I was in an HR position and you are there as a colleague and now I have information or access to this confidential information, now I'm discussing with you. I'm discussing people's salaries and bonuses. The next thing, you are I'm telling your boss that he's unfair because this one, parents ends more. You know, there's potential of things going wrong there. But there's also been proven facts that colleagues who are in love actually are more productive at work, you know, because... They don't get absent. They look forward to coming to work, you know. So you can get a lot out of colleagues who I love <laughs> in terms of productivity than you can outside. Unless they spend the half their day emailing each other and like, oh, I can see your eyes from here. <laughs> <laughs> I can't work. <laughs> but on the, on, the, on, the, on, the, on the opposite scale, even if you're not, even if you're not in an office romance, if you're not in an office relationship, if you have a relationship with somebody that works on the other side of town, you guys live together, or not, but you have a, you're having a bad, sort of a bad time in that relationship and you bring those feelings and emotions to work and you become less work. productive. Like, can you imagine, yes. can you imagine that relationship not going that great? But you guys are saying, we have a baby together and now you're not paying maintenance. Now oh. I'm angry at you. I don't, you know, and I'm supposed to sign forms before they come to you. Now I sabotage you. I don't sign them. <laughs> It can get complicated, eh? especially if you're not. You know, I, I tend to, to think that, this is my personal opinion, obviously, mm. that office romance tend to work better with people that are more mature, the yeah. most mature crowd. You know, in your 50s, you don't, you know, and like these ones in their 20s who still have issues and they have power struggle issues, you know, they can't yeah. contain their anger, you know. It, it's going to be more difficult the younger you are. Manage the relationship if it goes wrong. It is, it is, especially if you're not sure who you are as a person. And I'm mm. still, I'm still working in a space. Uh, but luckily, most most twenty year olds are casualing in restaurants and retail stores and not running the major finances of our country. <laughs> luckily. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much for taking some time out to chat to us, Marcabella. You were absolutely wonderful. Thank you, Mike. Have a great weekend further. Same to you. Thank you. Bye.